do anything wrong in this situation. He took a pitch in the back. He got beamed for crying out loud. Heart attack. We used heart attack. Me. Managers on a major league baseball team. situation is worse than losing your job. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? The castration of the Major League Baseball managers, we know it. Ask me about my winner! Wanted to talk real quick about Michigan, Washington, a little bit of a recap. Kind of what I expected to see. It was basically going to be Washington's offense against Michigan's defense, and that was going to be the difference in who won the national championship, and as you end up seeing Michigan's defense really held over the course of the four quarters of that game, got a little stronger as the game went on, made things a little tougher for Michael Penix and the Washington Huskies. And Michigan is, you know, set to win their first undisputed national championship in the history of their franchise. Now, this is going to turn out to be probably one of the most historical days when it comes to honoring great coaches in the history of professional sports, let alone just football. And obviously within probably about a 16-hour period, we hear that the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll are going to part ways after 14 seasons of Carroll leading a really good Seattle organization, a team obviously he led to a Super Bowl. And then you hear that Nick Saban, one of the greatest college football coaches in the history of the sport ends up retiring after 17 seasons out of the university after the at, a, at the University of Alabama and of course the legend the goat the greatest of all time Bill Belichick not confirmed 100% yet but you're going to get a news conference which is basically going to say what's been reported that Bill's going to be uh, no longer be the head coach of the New England Patriots so you have that all that together and listen, we could do a whole show talking about what made Carroll as good as he was, because I think Pete Carroll is going to go down in history as one of the more underrated coaches in the history of professional football. Obviously, he won a national championship at USC, one of just, what, three coaches in the history of the sport to win a Super Bowl as a head coach and a national championship as a head coach. It's a pretty good friggin' uh, you know, title to hold. And then obviously Nick Saban, Nick Saban, what he did for the University of Alabama, but just, and really what, what he did for college football. I think the success at Alabama, the six national championships in 17 seasons, really brought kids and revolutionized the sport to a point where people wanted to play college football in the SEC. I mean, there wasn't, you know, you looked at probably the Pac-12, you know, out in uh, the California area, really being one of the bigger draws for the great college football player. But there's no there's no great defensive player that isn't looking to be recruited in the SEC. And a lot of that has to do with Nick Saban. Like I said, one of the greatest college football coaches in the history of the sport. And we're talking about, what, 130-something years of college football? So that's that, mean, that means the guy's pretty freaking good. And listen, you don't need me to talk about how great Belichick is. The question's going to be, as you, as you sit here in the National Football League over the course of the next, I don't know, couple weeks to a month, the amount of head coaching vacancies that are out there. There's eight 
eight out, you know, one quarter of the league is looking for a head coach right now. A couple of years ago, there was 10 teams. So you're going to see some major turnover. The question is going to be, where does New England go? Do they promote Gerard Mayo, who I think is very much deserved, would also be the first black head coach in the history of the New England Patriots franchise. You know, that's something that we've, we've chronicled here. Another team, the Tennessee Titans, who let Mike Vrabel go. And I'm going to get into a couple minutes about Mike Vrabel. The Tennessee Titans have a chance to do the same thing. Hire their first ever black coach. Now, I want to talk about Vrabel for a second because I think one of the things that really needs to be reiterated is that sometimes coaches take the fall for the lack of performance from players. Sometimes coaches take the fall for maybe the lack of having a real good roster to work with. And you watch as certain players get old, certain players deteriorate, other teams get better at the expense of your team, and it all seems to fall on the coach. And there is a mentality that's out there, and it exists in the entire world of sports, not just professional football, that you could always do better in a coaching position. And there's going to be a large target on the next head coach of the Tennessee Titans. And I'm not even saying there's going to be as big of a target on Gerard Mayo or whoever takes the New England Patriots job. I think Mike Vrabel proved himself to be a very good coach. And the Tennessee Titans need to improve a lot of things in their organization. They got a new general manager. They certainly need some better talent to surround some of their young players. They didn't need a better coach. And sometimes you make the mistake by not believing the guy you have is the best option for your team. So I'm expecting to see the Tennessee Titans take a step back from the head coach position. And it's going to be tough because you're looking for really a team that's rebuilding, a team that's looking to move up. Certainly the amount of cap room that the Tennessee Titans have, the uh, draft position where they have a very good path to have a, a solid draft. You'd, you'd really like to have the coach in place that's going to lead you over the course of the next series of years. Now, does that mean you consider Bill Belichick? Does that mean maybe Brian Flores would be a good fit there? You look at what he did in Miami. It's going to be interesting. But whoever that is, it's going to be compared to Mike Vrabel, who was a very good coach for six seasons with the Tennessee Titans. And you look at the openings that are out there now, Carolina, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Washington, Tennessee, Atlanta, New England, Seattle. Some pretty good jobs. And obviously, the University of Alabama. Don't forget that. Because that's going to be a very prestigious position that I think a lot of coaches with NFL pedigree, a lot of coaches with experience are going to really look to say, you know, if I could get that job, imagine if I could hold that for the next 10 years. Number one, it's going to pay well. Number two, you know, you're, you're inheriting something pretty good from Nick Saban. And I tell you, one guy that would be a, a great, great fit for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Not Urban Meyer, which I wouldn't be shocked if Urban Meyer threw his hat in the ring. Urban Meyer is going to be coaching college football again. I just want you to know that. Make sure you understand at some point when Urban Meyer takes a job, it's going to be because Urban Meyer is a coach and coach is coach. But how about Mike Vrabel at the University of Alabama? Now, obviously, if you are if you are Mike Vrabel, you could get a job in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. 
There's no doubt that Vrabel will be in amongst consideration for the job when it comes to the New England Patriots. I know he went to Ohio State. He's not an SEC guy. But he's got connections to Nick Saban. He's obviously a very good football mind. And you know what? Maybe that job's a little more desirable than the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe that job's a little more desirable to, you know, uh, as opposed to the Washington Commanders. I mean, he's, he's got to look at it that way. And obviously, listen, New England's going to be tough for anybody. And you don't really want to be the guy that takes over for Bill Belichick. And obviously, listen, you could have a good draft. You can get a quarterback and get right back on the horse. And the problem is you're not going to make anybody forget about Bill Belichick. Seattle, I think you got a little bit of a similar thing, not quite as big as New England. And like I said, Tennessee, which seems like you know maybe a rinky-dink job, you're going to be compared to Mike Vrabel, who didn't do a bad job there. He motivated the players. He got his players playing tough up through the last game of the season when he had nothing to play for. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, knocked them out of the playoffs. His players backed him up until the last possible day. And that was a compromised roster. That was a roster that Rand Carthon, as he's getting set to build the team there, kind of let go down into the wayside a little bit. He, he wants to get that salary cap number up so he could, he could spend some money. This offseason, the draft position, he's going to really look to build a team there. That came at the expense of the talent that was on that Tennessee Titans team. Will Levis playing a ton last year. May not have necessarily been ready. All came at the expense of the head coach. And I tell you, if you look at what could be the best job out there, I wouldn't really rule out Alabama over a handful of these other squads. Now, Nick Saban said, and I, I do have a quote, kind of uh, paraphrased here, something along the lines of, you know, maybe if I was a little bit younger, I'd get back in the NFL now. A lot of it has to do with the NILs. A lot of it has to do with the transfer transfer portal kind of going a little bit out of control. And I, and I, I do believe that that's going to uh, maybe make some coaches think twice about their long-term future as head football coaches in college football. Jim Harbaugh, to me, is almost guaranteed to go to the NFL. You got eight jobs to pick from. I mean, probably the Los Angeles Chargers look like the most uh, exciting because they got a quarterback in place. But you got teams like New England and Washington and Atlanta and even Tennessee who all are going to have top 10 draft picks and all have rosters that you might have a real hand in improving. And you look at cap room, you look at you know draft position. There are some, you know, he's going to get a good pick of the mill um, you know, as he's being wooed here by owners and general managers to try to, you know, co- coax him out of Michigan, I think he's as good as gone. I mean, obviously what happened this year with that uh, that scandal, you know, how much did Harbaugh have anything to do with it? Did he have anything to do with it? The bottom line is, you know, it probably pissed him off a little bit, probably annoyed him a little bit. You know, his, his assistant's probably going to take that job right from him after Jim Harbaugh leaves. And Jim Harbaugh deserves all the credit for rebuilding a Michigan team that was basically the the son or daughter of the Ohio State football team for a while until Jim Harbaugh went there, started beating Ohio State, culminating with a national championship this past year. Now, 
like I said, he gets his choice of whatever he wants. Los Angeles Chargers probably look like the best choice. Atlanta, I think, is going to make a big push for him. Um, you look, like I said, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see New England. I see Gerard Mayo. I see Mike Grable. I see uh, maybe even, uh, I don't, I don't know, maybe even a Brian Flores as a possibility there before I see Harbaugh. But he's going to get a good shot to pick pretty much whatever team he wants to go to. Probably the least enticing job out there is the Carolina Panthers. And a lot of it has to do with their owner, David Tepper. You know, you want to work for somebody like that. You want to work for somebody that's fired two head coaches within two seasons. The first one, Matt Rule, was on a third year of a seven-year contract after he was promised to have the autonomy to be able to build the team from the ground up. In other words, there was going to be bad seasons. He discussed it. The owner agreed with it. And then in the third season, gave up on it. Hires Frank Wright. Doesn't even get through a handful of games. Looks like he made the wrong choice when it came to, uh, you know, uh, Bryce Young taking him over C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud looks like he's pretty good. He's going to be playing uh, a playoff game in the National Football League this weekend. Carolina Panthers look like they're in disarray. They don't have a general manager at this point. They fired him, too. You know, if I have a choice of what job I want to go to, you know, Carolina Panthers are going to have to do a lot. You're going to have to guarantee me a lot of money and basically give me autonomy over that organization for me to even consider it. But, I mean, you look at, like I said, I think Tennessee, I think New England, I think Atlanta, I think they're kind of all in the same spot here. Uh, good, you know, money money to spend in regards to salary cap, good draft position. You're going to have pretty much a good say on, uh, you know, maybe building that team up in one year or two years if you want. And like I said, you look at the Houston Texans, you know, the right coach, the right formula, get a couple good players, and you get and you get things going again. Today's segment of Saving Sports History, always brought to you by JohnPLA.com, by St. Alwish's Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Everything that I'm about to go over happened on this day, the 11th of January, jumping into DeLorean, cranking it up to 88 miles an hour, going to the year of 1915. That's when... Jacob Rupert and Colonel Tillinghast Houston purchased the New York Yankees for 460000 1946, Burt Bell becomes the commissioner of the National Football League. The NFL moves its commissioner office from Chicago to Philadelphia. 1953, J. Edgar Hoover declines a six-figure salary to become the president of the International Boxing Commission. Now, the reason this stands out as you look at the corruption that happens in the 80s, the 90s, and probably before that, basically ruining what was one of the elite sports in the United States of America, maybe if J. Edgar Hoover's running it, that doesn't happen. 1970, Super Bowl IV. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Minnesota Vikings 23-7. Len Dawson beats Joe Cap as the quarterbacks there. 1973, the American League adopts the designated hitter rule. 1983, Billy Martin becomes the Yankees manager for the third time. 1990, Pat LaFontaine. 11 straight games with a goal for the New York Islanders. 2021, the CFB Championship. The before-mentioned Nick Saban leads the Alabama Crimson Tide to a 52-24 win over the Ohio State Buckeyes. Born on this day, 1872, Wilford Baddeley 
three-time Wimbledon champion. 1876, Baseball Hall of Fame outfielder Elmer Flick was born. 1952, two-time Masters champion Ben Crenshaw. 1957, Chocolate Thunder, one of the... Uh, Better big man and more dominating players on the inside when it comes to basketball in history, Daryl Dawkins. Uh, 1965, we lost Wally Pipp, and of course, Wally Pipp is a, will forever be known as the guy that passed the torch to, ba to uh, Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, obviously one of the greatest baseball players in the history of the sport. Not sure the Yankees really knew it at the time, but Wally Pipp couldn't play one day. Lou Gehrig came in, played whatever, it was at 20. 2,150 games or something like that later, one of the greatest of all time. 2000, we lost Hall of Fame baseball pitcher and manager Bob Lemon. 2016, Monty Irvin passed away. Monty Irvin was uh, kind enough to take a couple minutes and uh, answer a couple questions for me as a guest, probably about a year before he passed away. So we'll always be uh, you know, indebted and respect Monty for having a couple minutes of his time, one of the better outfielders to play during the course of the 1940s and 50s. Of course, Newark Eagles of the Negro Leagues, San Francisco Giants, uh, was a very, very solid player and obviously could have played more Major League Baseball, you know, had there not been racism, Jim Crow and, you know, Cap Anson and, you know, people like Kennesaw Mountain Landis. 2023, Charles White. 1979 Heisman Trophy winner passed away. This is the Passball Show brought to you by JohnPielli.com by St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey by two ways. One passion food truck located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. We'll be back with you hopefully soon. You can check out the uh, top 10 all-time Passball Show. We got, I think, 21 versions of it. You can listen to them in succession on TikTok or YouTube. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you. I have many leather-bound books. My apartment smells of rich mahogany. Why don't you give it all or a majority of it to the team that wins the freaking World Series? I was going to listen to that, but then I just carried on living my life. I may come out as the biggest Major League Baseball manager apologist. It'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Because hitters are going out there saying, I'm either going to hit a home run or I'm going to strike out. And if I don't get a pitch that I feel like I could drive out of the park. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Especially prospect whores and hoarders are going to be a little pissed off at me when I say this. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. There are only two managers in baseball's Hall of Fame who have losing records. One of them is the iconic Connie Mack, who you could say, in spite of winning five World Series championships as a manager, could be in as much as a pioneer. <laughs> side of the spectrum. They're on. Were they pitching? Were they batting? If your favorite team was pitching and the ball got inside to hit a batter, there's no way it could have been on purpose. But if, if you were the fan of the team that was batting and the ball got inside and hit somebody or went behind somebody's head, absolutely 100% unequivocally, that pitcher was throwing at. Thirty-five years ago, I could have loaned your parents the money for an abortion. <laughs>